Again, all morning long, we're talking to women who have made the decision to surrender, to give their child up for adoption. For more information on our guests, all you have to do is reach out to us on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now. Like us there now. Rodney Lear on air at Instagram and Twitter. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. My next guest is Cassidy. Cassidy made the decision to give her daughter up in an open adoption. She's here this morning to share her story. It's our pleasure to welcome Cassidy to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Cassidy. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, Cassidy, share with us, if you will, what led to your decision? What was going on in your life that ultimately led to you, your decision to give your child up for adoption? Kind of a lot of stuff was happening at that point. So this was back in 2017, actually. Um, It was spring, and I was uh, living in a different city in Minnesota and was struggling with um, substance abuse. Um, And there were a lot of different moving factors at that point in my life, but essentially I was um, with someone in an unhealthy relationship, and it's just kept getting worse and worse. And it boiled over one evening um, where there was a domestic assault that had occurred. It was probably about a week or so after that incident had occurred that my parents had showed up to my house uninvited. And that was my intervention to accept treatment. So it was probably about a month or so, maybe a month and a half after that, that I had left for treatment. But a few days prior to leaving for treatment, I took a pregnancy test and had found out that I was pregnant. So lots of things happening at once. And um, the pregnancy was obviously not the the most ideal time Mm -hmm. in my life for that to happen. That's kind of what what was happening at that time. And I went to treatment and I was there for 34 days. That was kind of what was happening before I placed my daughter. Now, at what point did you decide that adoption would be the best option for you and your unborn child? Well, like when I first got out of treatment, I still had not told anyone I was pregnant. The only person who knew was my best friend. I had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shame. I could not say the words I was pregnant. It just like couldn't come out of my mouth. And I just didn't want to disappoint my family even more. I already felt like this huge failure. So I just hid it and didn't talk about it. And then finally, you know, you can't hide it for too long. And then it becomes noticeable. And my mom finally had, it was September of that year. And I was due in December. And she finally just like pointed to my stomach and was like, what's this? (laughs) And at that point, I was, I don't know, something just clicked. And I was like, maybe... I got to look at other options here. And that's when I kind of looked into what adoption would be. Now, one thing that I found interesting, I read somewhere that your mother considered adoption when she was pregnant with you. Yeah, she did. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So did you know that prior to your experience? I did. And I think that is what kind of led me to look into it is having that conversation with her. And I was like, I'll look into adoption because I knew she had Um, And obviously my mom didn't go through with it, but I mean, just knowing that that was like another option, I was like, well, I'll look at what this would be possibly like. Now, how involved were you in selecting the couple that eventually went on to adopt your child? Um, What was that like for you? How much say did you have in it? I had all the say. Okay. (laughs) 
it's pretty important because it's like, so when I met with someone from the agency that I went through, they basically just kind of go through what it could look like. You don't sign anything that you're like committed by any means. It's just like, we're here to support you. Here's what adoption would look like. Here's, you know, what we do throughout this process. If you choose to not, you know, go through with the adoption, that's fine. We're still here for you. And they can still give you resources on if you would like to parent. Um, so essentially, one of the things that you start doing if you want to kind of keep going forward with looking into adoption is um, looking through a book of all of these potential options of parents. So these people just put themselves out there and it's just a book full of all these people hoping to adopt. And so they, they have you look through that and you can you know take home pictures of people and take home bios of people and just kind of sit with them if you'd like. Honestly, it overwhelmed me. <laughs> it just felt really weird and it felt like, I don't want to say salesy, but it just, it just felt really weird and like not authentic to me. Um, nothing wrong with enabled people. It's just, that's not how I wanted to find my daughter's parents was through a book. I wanted like a mutual connection, like someone who could say, Hey, these people are legit. I promise. I know them. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I was speaking with some coworkers and this one gal had was talking about an open adoption and I had no idea what an open adoption was. I thought adoption was all the same, like the lifetime movies, these crazy birth moms come and take their kid when they're 23 years old. And like, who knows all this madness. That's what I pictured adoption. And so she kept saying, well, no, my stepdaughter placed her son for adoption and we get to see him often. We do, you know, birthday parties with him um, we bring them gifts and, you know, all the stuff. And I was like, that is so cool. That's exactly what I want. Okay. So a few weeks after that, she actually had offered to set up a meeting for, this is such a weird connection, but it was her stepdaughter's son who was placed in this family. And it was the same family that she wanted me to set, like basically do a meeting with right. um, to possibly adopt my daughter. All right. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. All morning long, we're talking about adoption. We're looking at the perspective of women who have decided to, for whatever reason, give their child up for adoption. This morning, we're speaking to Cassidy, and Cassidy made the decision to give her daughter up for adoption. She's here this morning to share her story. Now, you were talking about the um, the family that eventually adopted your daughter, but you say you had an instant connection with that couple. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Okay, so explain to us what an instant connection is. What is that? <laughs> what did that feel like? I don't know. I guess like the best way to put it is like you go on a first date with someone and you're like, okay, <laughs> this is like an instant connection. It's like okay. dating. Okay. It, it, I mean, you're essentially like asking all the same kind of questions because, I mean, it's the same sort of thing. We're essentially going to be tied together forever because this is open um, granted, I'm not doing like any major decisions for Grace. That's up to them. But everything else, like it's we're going to be in each other's lives. So it's like you got to like the person. Okay. <laughs> so you're asking all the same kind of questions. Um, we just clicked on everything. And I remember leaving that evening from we met at a coffee shop. And I, we, I left that evening and I called my mom right away. And I just started bawling my eyes out because I was like, that's it. I know these are my daughter's parents. And I just I knew 100 percent. Okay. Now, what was it like in the delivery room? Because this couple, they were in the delivery room with you. What was that <laughs> like for you? So you do essentially like a hospital plan is like what you draw out with your social worker at the agency. 
And that's something that comes up is like you go over every detail, like who's going to bring the outfit for her to wear home and can they bring uh, family and friends? Can you bring family? Like all this stuff you go through. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions was, can they be in the delivery room? And I was like, absolutely not. I hardly know these people. (laughs) (laughs) That's so intimate. That's like Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, And so I said, no. And um, I know that they were, you know, they really wanted to just because they had that experience with their first child um, through, you know, with his birth mom. And I was like, you know, if I change my mind, I'll let you know. And it actually came down to it when I was in the hospital, actually, my my water broke and I let them know. So they started to make the the trip up and... (laughs) Something changed in me, but the second I had pains and I knew it was happening, it was like, get them in here. (laughs) (laughs) And they come running in, and I definitely had a change of heart. All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. This morning, we're talking to women who have given their children up for adoption. This morning, we're speaking to Cassidy. For more information on the show, more information on our guests, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app, anywhere you get your podcast, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Again, we're speaking to Cassidy, and Cassidy made the decision to give her daughter up for adoption. Now, your daughter was delivered. The adopting couple, they were in the delivery room with you. And you guys, before you left the hospital, you did an entrustment ceremony. What is that? Oh, yeah. So they had um, actually their son's godmother was there, and she kind of led this little ceremony. Um, It was with myself and then my daughter, Grace, and then her parents. Um, and essentially we just held grace and we just gave our, our wishes and our hopes and our desires for grace and then for each other. So, you know, what I, what I had hoped for them. And then, you know, they said the same for me and a lot of hugs and a lot of tears and some praying was done over grace. It was very intimate and very special and something that I really wish we would have had recorded. (laughs) Okay. Now, although you had this plan in place, you had this wonderful couple that was going to adopt your child. Explain to us what it was like leaving the hospital without your child. What was that like for you? Traumatic. (laughs) There aren't many ways to describe it. Um, It's incredibly traumatizing. Um, It's incredibly heartbreaking. It's the worst thing I probably will ever go through in my life. And I would say any birth mom would say the same thing um to come into the hospital pregnant with this life inside of you and then to leave empty-handed and like pass off your baby to someone else is just really rough i totally lost it like broke down 100 percent. there was the nurses at the hospital were fabulous absolutely fabulous and you know some of them were helping me kind of exit the hospital and hugging me it was very difficult but I don't. I, I guess I got through it, but it's it's not easy. Okay, so let me ask you this now. You talked about earlier. You talked about um, this is an open adoption. Um, help us to understand. I think most people understand what that means, but for those that may not, um, explain to us what that means. An open adoption. Um, so we keep contact. Uh, we know where each other, where we our addresses, where we live. Um, open adoption is just keeping, keeping connection. Um, I have a relationship with not just with Grace, but with her family. 
as well. Um, we do visits every so often. So whenever um, I can get down there and see her, I do. And her parents are really great about um, checking in. And, you know, her mom will text me and say, hey, we got to get you on the calendar. When, what day works for you in, in February or March, whatever month is coming up. And, um, you know, holiday cards, we get those. Birthdays, I'm at Grace's birthday party. It's just being involved and knowing that, um, you know, Grace will know exactly where she's where she's come from and she will have, you know, no, no questions about where she's from or anything about her history or her medical records, anything like that. Like that is all open for her and it's just extra love for Grace. Okay. And so what does she call you or are you auntie, friend? What, 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 what does she call you? She calls me Mati. It's M-A-T-Y and it means mother in another language. Okay. There you go. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're speaking to women who have made the decision, who have surrendered their child for adoption this morning. We're speaking to Cassidy. Cassidy is sharing her story about giving her daughter up for adoption. Now, what advice would you have for both adoptive parents and birth mothers? And let's start with adoptive parents. What advice would you have for them? Just really listening and hearing out the birth mom. I mean, I know that adoptive parents are going through so much too. Like it's such a tricky situation all around, but like um, just supporting the birth mom. And if, if you have an open adoption, like keep your word with that. I know of so many stories of birth moms whose adoptive parents like cut off ties and stop communication. And it's like, that is just like so traumatizing. (laughs) So I, I guess just just keeping that that trust and um, open communication and honesty, you know, um, all of that, just the recipe for a good relationship. All right. So let me ask you this. Um, you touched on something and I want to uh, circle back on that. Um, so when you do an open adoption, do you sign some kind of legal forms that say, hey, we're going to allow her to the birth mom to be in this child's life? Is there some kind of legal documents or is it all on based on trust? Um, there is a document that I that was signed on that. But I mean, they are legally Grace's parents now. I mean, because I have also terminated my rights as a parent. So, I mean, they still I mean, they probably still could <laughs> do whatever they wanted. But I mean, I don't foresee that ever happening. There's kind of like that weird, like gray area with it, but um, I have total trust in in them. But I mean, the termination kind of outweighs, I think, a lot of it. But a lot of it is kind of based on on that trust and that openness. But like I said, there I did sign, and they both signed too of an openness, but um, it can still kind of not not follow through always. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. So we talked about advice for adoptive parents. What advice would you have for birth mothers being one yourself? What advice would you have for birth mothers? Yeah, just have support. I mean, if you have any sort of support, find someone. Um, if you're working with an agency, like ask for support from your, your social worker, from your pregnancy counselor, whoever you're working with, like find groups find people who can help i think that was like the best thing that helped me was before i when i was still pregnant i spoke with other birth moms just to hear other stories of what people went through um to kind of help me figure out what i wanted to do i knew like no one was gonna be able to like 
tell my decision or give me my decision, but it just helped like surround yourself with people and the decision is yours in the end. Do not feel pressured or rushed. If someone's forcing you through something and you don't feel right, then don't do it because it is your decision. So let me ask you this now, when you're going through this process, how much guilt is there in making the decision to give the child up? What is that like for you? Is that something that you went through? Yeah. I mean, I definitely had shame at first. Like I was very embarrassed to say that I, I went through with this adoption plan just because I felt like, well, my mom did it. My mom was a single mom. I know so many single moms out there who do it. Like, why couldn't I have done it? Am I, did I take a, a weaker option or like an easier option to just like pass her off to someone else? I definitely had all those thoughts at first. Um, and that really ate me up. But uh, luckily for, you know, different support groups and therapy that I did to kind of help, um, realizing that that was not the case at all, that, you know, what I did was very selfless and a huge decision and pretty incredible. Um, that helped me, but it, shame is, <laughs> it's there for sure. It, it was there. Okay. Um, so you talked about this, a support group. You are part of a support group for women who are impacted by adoption. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Okay. And so why is this group so important to you? Bellis is honestly what saved me. So right after I had Grace, I had met with my social worker and she just asked how things were going. And I was like, not well. (laughs) And, you know, I said, I need help. I need support. I need something. And, you know, she was like, well, therapy is great. And then, you know, she said a, a few different support groups and Bellis was one of them. And I started going to I think it was like uh, once a month or once every other month um, meeting that they had on Sunday nights. And it was all birth moms, or at least someone was connected somehow to the triad of adoption. And it was just so nice being with other women who just get it. Like they've, they've all, they get it. They've been in the same situation and I just stuck with them. And now I go on their birth mom retreats that they hold yearly with that's just more support for birth moms. Um, They really do so much. They advocate about adoption, just speaking about it as an option, Um, talk about it in schools. So just going to school to tell my story um, has just been so healing for me. Well, that's great. So how are you today, Cassidy? And how long has it been? 2017, you said, um, since you gave birth. What's life like now after adoption? Um, fabulous, actually. Um, and I'm very grateful to say that, uh, Grace just turned four this past January. Um, so she's, she's thriving. She's doing fabulous. She's super fun and at like a really fun age and myself. Great. I'm doing what I love. And I feel like sometimes I feel, I feel guilty or almost selfish sometimes, but then I think I would not have this life and Grace wouldn't have her life if we didn't have this, um, adoption plan. So Life is good. All right. Well, we'll leave it on that note. We're out of time this morning, Cassidy. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. And thank you so much for sharing your personal story. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Rodney. We've been speaking to Cassidy. Cassidy made the decision to give her daughter up for adoption and an open adoption. Again, all morning long, we're sharing stories of women who have given their child up, surrendered their child up for adoption. For more information on the show, more information on our guests, reach out to us on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, 
Head there now. Like us there now. Follow us there as well. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear.